us being on it, but they do have something. My wife's got something running in there, so hopefully there's a, it's a good connection. Yeah, it uh, seems to be good so far. All right, here we go. Free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis... Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise The Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. To paraphrase uh, Ronald Reagan there, Biden is not the solution to our problems. Biden is the problem, of course, in the entire Democratic Party and all the internationalists that are surrounding Biden. Uh, the worst crew of uh, globalist traitors uh, has ever been assembled on planet Earth. It's really awful. My guest again tonight is Daryl McClanahan, who's running for senator in the state of Missouri. How are you doing tonight, uh, Daryl? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So uh, uh, you've Sorry, only got. got are. We, were, we were talking before the show. So. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, well, you've only got two weeks left before the uh, primary. So and they want to. They want to block me. They don't. I'm doing all these short videos right now on. Uh, doing a bunch of short videos on YouTube, and they seem nonsensical. A marketing person told me they were terrible. I'm trying my best. To get people to, to look at the things that are in the video, the fully informed jury association, the shooting of Jeffrey right. Winehouse, a citizen's right. right to convene a grand jury, uh, my wife's religious waiver that when that was going on, you were you were part of that, and, and right. uh, we we put a template out for people to to use for a religious waiver against the jab, right? Uh, the, their tear their full tyranny. Uh, so yeah, that's what's uh, going on is. Uh, they're blocking me. I did a video the other day, Fox News, uh, Fox 4, St. Louis wouldn't let me be a few weeks ago. They wouldn't let me be part of a debate. They said me and 12 other candidates. It's a recorded call with the guy. It's uh, Fox. I said Trump. Trump was right when he said we have fake news. <laughs> so, yes, they said I wasn't part of the debate because I don't have a forward facing uh, website forward facing. I was in the polls, so 12 of us are uninvited not to be part of this debate in St. Louis. It ended up anyway being a, a nothing burger because Greitens won't show up to get any ask any questions about character. Right. And uh, so. What about the guy who, who backtracked on the Second you, Amendment? You go, four, you go to Fox 4, I know, and we get into equal time and all of this and everything. How's an average guy without millions of dollars or sponsors to 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 pay the way? Right. Uh, now, if you look up the Republican candidates, there's one. I'm 20th on the ballot. And also Mark McClowski, I think, is following me. And people are watching the stuff I post because Mark McClowski's newest ad in Kansas City, he says... Uh, I'm 10th on the ballot, and I began saying I was 20th on the ballot when I was showing examples of the sample ballots, and I need to do a video, Oza, uh, St. Louis County, 
and uh, Kansas City and a couple of these democratically ran counties have some really complicated kind of crazy ballots that one folds up in particular. And then the other one is like a really large sheet of paper. And I could see it being complicated for for people that don't vote or aren't educated to it. But everyone in America should be educated to voting. It should be one day, like President Trump said last night in Arizona, it should be uh, a piece of paper and it should be a nice ballot. And I did have a lot of nice examples of ballots. And then I just try to say a quick, uh, like, uh, PSA uh, about me. Uh, uh-huh. And so Fox, if you go to that website, you click on these other people that just have a Facebook. There's a couple people running like me that are nobodies that don't have a website. And right. I'm using my Facebook page. Uh, that's the public square nowadays. Right. Uh, and they're... If you click, there's no link for Daryl McClanahan to go find out about Daryl McClanahan, what I'm talking about. You don't have to agree, disagree, like me, not like me, but I don't get a, a place at the table on their page where you click on this Vaughn guy out of Springfield, uh, Curtis Vaughn. Uh, uh, he, it goes to his Facebook page. Talk about redirect. I want to talk about things they don't want to talk about. I'm of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, so they, they don't want to give me a chance to speak, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, Trump said he's not going to uh, support Vicki Hartzler. The local Amish here, a friend put up uh, one of my flyers I have. Uh, it's on my Facebook page, Daryl McClanahan. And my promises, a person asked me, uh, we need more than promises. And I said, well, I understand that. But I... I I uh, don't want to go to Washington to make friends with people. Uh, and, and I would try to honor my word and do my very best. Is, you know, and one of the first things it says is that I promise to follow God's law. Of course, I'm yeah. going to do that. But I'm a man. I'm fallen. You got a phone going off or something. Yeah, it's a, a mutual friend. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. I called Alex Jones the other day. I'm not an InfoWars listener anymore. I was years ago, but I called <laughs> InfoWars the other day, and I didn't do a video. I didn't get it recorded. I was on a minute, 44 seconds. I got to put out there. I got put out there on InfoWars that I'm Daryl McClanahan. They might have blurbed my name. Right. <laughs> and I asked him. Uh, I, I told him about Mark McClowski. I said, Trump can't uh, endorse Mark McClowski because Mark McClowski – uh, he gave his AR-15 up. Right. And now I, I got... The, now now you're getting a call. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, so, uh, Mark McClowski gave his AR-15 up, and he's going around telling people he'll fight for Missourians. He's an attorney with a million dollars in the bank. He's been using for his... He's been using his own money for his campaign and traveling okay. around, and I'll commend him on that because no one's... A couple people have gave me a few dollars a few hundred dollars, so okay. it's very appreciated. Not like it's uh, a, a a gift. Uh, uh, these people have millions of dollars, and it's just outrageous. Uh, you know, he's driving around telling everyone, "I'll fight for you." Right. I stood up against the mob. He pointed his gun at some black people, and he got a lot of play for that. Donald Trump sent private security to his house. I had rednecks in Ozark County check out the Missouri battle flag crazy neighbor 
I got a guy, his name, we eventually found out his name was Mark Thrift. He's waving an AR-15 in front of my house. Uh-huh. Says, you done pissed me off. Come on out here. Fires the weapon. You've heard all about this. Sure. And there's no charge. There's And no one sent security to, to my house. I was our security at our house, and I called the police like we're trained and that we're supposed to do. I did not confront them because they wanted violence. Right. right. And by reporting... Uh, it was was the only weapon that I had to defend me and my family until we could get out of that situation. We're very happy now. The children were kind of recovering from all that. It was a nightmare. And that led to me running for Senate, along with the political prisoners. I'm the only candidate that's advocating for political prisoners like Jeffrey Winehouse, the yeah. shooting by the Missouri Highway Patrol. And to clean up the police departments. And, Not even the Democrats are, are uh, going for that. <laughs> Just yesterday, they released a video, which I did post, and I grew up in Joplin, and Joplin, we used to ride our bikes around at night, and we left our doors unlocked, uh, you know, and I think there's a lot of people still in Missouri, in rural areas, uh, that leave their doors unlocked, and you better not go mess with them, because they'll probably shoot you, but sure. when I was a kid, it's pretty, we had screen windows, you know, and the windows were open, we didn't have air, and uh, they, they had this homeless guy shoot and kill two police officers, and he was mentally ill, homeless. And they they had some really good questions from the Joplin media. That video is posted on my Facebook. If you don't want to uh, listen to the terrible details of the shooting, uh, go to the end. And the media did ask some good questions about the police officers getting any treatment for, for PTSD. And this is a serious ah. concern because if, yeah. cause if they're prescribed and they end up shooting someone like they did Jeffrey. But I, I follow this guy, Rick Gore. I've told you all about uh, Good Luck America, 30-year law enforcement. And he's like, it's real difficult for police to talk about. Hor- and, and it has to be absolutely horrible. I don't want to see dead people. And then we've had some guy up in Kansas City kill uh, uh, in uh, North Kansas City, which is its own city, uh, uh, kill... Uh, a police officer because he had expired plates. He got pulled over, he shot him with a rifle, and then got out and shot him some more. And it's absolutely wow. horrible. They talk about the death penalty. I think the guy deserves the death penalty. You know, people are calling up saying that putting them to sleep isn't good enough. I mean, if you take taking someone's liberty away and putting them in jail is is a big enough issue. Locking, but when you 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 break God's law, that uh, yeah. it's a you know you shall not kill or right. you shall not murder. Killing is when killing is when you're in defense. Murder is when yeah, it's deliberate. You, right. We're, you're taking you're taking the law into your own hands. You're making yourself a god, and you're determining someone's uh, destiny. Yeah, that like, isn't like the medical establishment plan. does, <laughs> right? So yeah, what well, establishment does with the the the, the uh, mandatory jabs in there? Absolutely, but it, it's really heartbreaking. Then someone would call me that I'm a police hater. Hater, I feel absolutely the guys in Joplin. I did they did not release what happened, uh-huh. and we got, have been to that Target store many times. That used to be a field when I was a kid. The North Park Mall was right by there. So when I heard that that happened in Joplin, I knew the area. Right, but this guy was just he was mentally ill. Uh, I think Rick's review, the think like a cop guy, they should have probably put their hands on him quicker. They should have grabbed his hands and kicked his ass. They should have probably, he's probably a guy that deserved to get a yeah. uh, knock to the ground uh, uh, because he started resisting immediately. And somehow he, he's a little wiry guy. He twisted around, got away from him, the body cam came off. 
he shot one in the face Ooh. and it was seconds. Uh, he shot the other one in the shoulder. He turned around and he shot that guy in the back of the head. He wow. killed two of them within, within seconds. And, and they asked him, you know, the press got, could there be any more? Tra- and, and the guy said, no, on a disturbance call, we send a couple guys, uh, you know, you just can't, you just can't plan or train for something like that being it's a it's a it's a difficult job and they are heroes i think they are but with the accountability with the shooting of jeffrey winehouse uh it's they either want us to put them blindly and not talk about it like the evaldi shooting all the things that have came out on that they're out there on their cell phones they're using the hand sanitizer i mean they should have been throwing a hand grenade down there right uh in the hallway, a flashbang and trying right. to, to, yeah. to get the door or a guy going out to the glass window. And they've got all they And at first they were trying to say they didn't have long guns. They had long guns. Uh, I realize you don't want to go get killed and, and everything is, but it just doesn't look too good for them. Like they didn't try. There were parents going in and, and doing stuff. And I would just think uh, the, yeah. all the training stuff that they're trained to to stop the threat. And, well, uh, it's the same thing as happened in Florida, uh, in, uh, I forget what county, Broward County, where the police were ordered to stand down. Okay? So at, at Uvalde, they had months and months of training for an event like this. Okay? And when the event happened, uh, the, the training was thrown out the window, and they just plain old stood down. Okay? So uh, something seriously amiss there. Uh, plus, yeah, Daryl, I think you, you need to make this a campaign issue because a lot of these school shootings, mass shootings of all kinds, are committed by people who are on psychotropic drugs like Prozac and Ritalin. Uh, a large percentage of the population, 6 7%. Yeah. PTSD. Right, and they and they're prescribing these to children in school, and they have similar reactions. Children are killing their parents when they're on these drugs, so this is totally ignored. You know, how, how do we fund uh, more police when someone's damaged that they can't be out there in the public where they're a risk? Like Henry Folsom was a risk to the public, and they just turned it around that Jeffrey. Jeffrey was the problem, and Jeffrey wasn't the problem, and Henry yeah. Folsom was the problem. And, yeah, he was the officer, and, uh, right? Was Henry Folsom. Yeah, and he was on uh, some. Dr- he was on a psychotropic drug. So yeah, two drugs. Okay, <laughs> he's double whacked, uh, double whacked. Uh, yeah. So uh, officers who are on the job on these drugs should not be on the job. Period. That's not anti-police. Yeah. Yeah. See video. See the video links of uh, he's uh, Matt Thompson on my videos, Daryl McClanahan for United States Senator. Uh, There's a link to Matt Thompson's video, the Jeffrey Winehouse saga, and he talks about a lot of uh, details that came out that this guy was looking at like dead women's private area and making statements and creeping out other troopers. Yeah. So I don't understand. Oh, yeah. That's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And holding this guy accountable for what he did to Jeffrey. Yeah. And yeah, if anything, if... they could say, oh, it's, you know, we had the, there was a black man that was in there 40 years or something. There's been other cases, too. There was one, a, a person exonerated that uh, Folsom was involved with the case. And there's been other cases, and our governor didn't get involved. And he's huh. like the top judge. 
what else does the governor do? He's like the top judge. He's like uh, King David. They bring the two babies if the if the house, yeah, uh, the the vote is he he will split the vote in in the house in the right. legislature in Missouri. The governor yeah. can uh, be a swing vote. Uh, I think he can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. he can. See, this is how right. much I know about government. Just as I know, long I know as he, a little bit. Just as long as he doesn't and, split the baby. Uh, how, and they denied Jeffrey's clemency a couple weeks uh, ago. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, he denied Jeffrey's clemency, and he's guarded by the Highway Patrol. He was a 20-year sheriff down here at Bolivar, Missouri. He's a, he's a real blue-line law enforcement supporter. They give him a lot of money, and that's great. And, yeah. and uh, you, you know, they, they need a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. They're, Ozark County down there where I have all the problems, I, they are saying they're, they didn't have uh, – uh, gas money for uh, calls. I, I feel everybody should be able to, if they need help, uh, to have someone come out and call. Yeah. Uh, to, to help them. What about nine eleven? We pay taxes for that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. What about nine eleven? Do they have uh, ambulance money for gas? Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Okay. Well, well go ahead. Alex Jones hung up on me because I was talking about the Navy SEALs. Okay. And uh, we have a guy running here in Missouri. His name's Bill Irwin, and I met him. Uh, like Steve Irwin, the uh, the uh, crocodile hunter. This guy's Bill Irwin, and he has some ads where he's he's a uh, Irwin must think I'm just like some farmhand. Uh, country bunkin when i went to this lincoln days and mcclowski's there and he's a little short short guy and uh he's like twirling his thumbs all the time and everything well i'm talking to this bill Irwin, and he proceeds to tell me he's a D, he's a dea he's a retired retired dea agent and just for some reason you know my involvement with the uh prison ministry and and all the stuff i know about waco and the montana freeman and the bundy standoff and all, uh, Schaefer Cox and all the people are, who are at the Year of Jubilee website. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me that in the movie Rules of Engagement, there's, uh, I don't know if he's an FBI or a DEA, but he's laying in a truck and he says, I'm honed to kill. Okay. And it really made me think of my meeting with, my meeting with, what, uh, McCloskey? Or? It really made me think of my meeting with, uh, with him that he's creepy. Yeah, it, right. My meeting with Bill Irwin that he's like he's creepy. That he, he would tell me and show me his DEA card, and I looked at like one campaign video, and he's not telling people about. It. So he worked as an undercover. That means he lied to people. Right. And we do have a war on drugs. It's horrible, and we got to stop the fentanyl. I'm way for using the military to st- stop the border, and I'm against drugs. But I'm also against people doing, telling Christians and portraying themselves. That I'm a patriot and that it's okay to do immoral actions in the name of patriotism. If we're going to be right. a, a moral Christian society, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Is that uh, we can't? We had James Olson, who I recorded at College of the Ozarks, and I, I don't know if you ever saw that video, but he was a CIA guy that comes to the College of the Ozarks. My daughter graduated from College of the Ozarks, and he proceeded to say that. Edward Snowden was a 
uh, was a traitor and should be brought back and, and executed. And he proceeded to say Putin is a killer, which we know Putin is a killer. Is a tr- Trump is probably responsible for some deaths at some point. He didn't get us in war or bomb anyone, but I think at some point maybe something happened. He, when you're the leader, we yeah. know Obama droned all these people. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, he's kind of position his course, you know. So for him to call Putin a killer at the time of that recording, I didn't think it was that. Now you're not allowed to record at a public uh, speaking at, at College of the Ozarks because of that. But he was telling young Christians, who I think that's a recruiting deal, is to get to get young Christians, and they tell them that it's okay to do immoral things in the name of the United States government. You know, Van Halen in the 80s, 80s had a video I always liked, uh, Right Now, and it's got okay. all these, like, stick figures, and at one point it says, Right Now, your government is doing things that you don't know about, and it's right. like somebody flipping someone over the pole, you know? And so so we have Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL. We have Bannon. He's a eight-year officer. I like DeSantis a lot. I listened to him on Focus on the Family, which I lived in Colorado Springs when I was young, and Focus on the Family fought against abortion forever and pornography. Uh, watch uh, James Dobson's interview with Bundy, the killer, how pornography uh, led him to being a ser- serial killer. Really uh, pretty crazy. Well. Okay. These are all Navy SEALs, and when I called Alex Jones the other day, and I got on for an hour and 40 seconds, or a minute and 40, right. not an hour, a minute and 40 seconds, I asked him about Osama bin Laden. He's Mr. 9-11 was an inside job. Okay, right. Mr. 9-11 was a... What happened with SEAL Team 6 uh, killing Osama bin Laden and then dumping him in the ocean, someone who was on a kidney dioss? I mean, you can right. watch all the 9-11 stuff and we can down that road it's just like obama's birth certificate i put up i shared a thing someone put up about opio still got the proof of Obama. we know that was a manchurian candidate or just a screwery all over america you know just like what they're doing to us now with uh biden and and uh this this nightmare that we're living through uh so navy seals i asked Eric Greitens about that. I said, hey, Mark, well, first I told him, I said, Mark McCloskey gave up his AR-15. He's going around Missouri telling him, I'll fight for you. He's not, how, he wouldn't fight for himself. He's an attorney. Why yeah, is he suing right. Black Lives Matter for the, the for the gate they broke down, for accountability? No, he just walked away with it, and he pled guilty, and he gave them his gun right. and his wife's gun that didn't work. So how did he, and then he tells yeah. those people, I'll fight for you he's full of bs uh, right and so then Grutton, Grutton's 2013 it's very small on his wikipedia uh in 2013 he got young leader honors and i think those were sponsored by the world economic forum oh wow okay he's a globalist tending to be and all this i'm killing rhinos and i have right. a gun and of course we have guns and you know, but yeah. it goes back to that, are we home to kill, 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 like, you know, and uh, did I ever work as a liar to entrap people? I mean, maybe he got some real bad guys, and that's what he was doing, but myself personally, I think that would be revolting. I wouldn't want to have to be like a under uh, uh, this Rebecca Rude case. I had the Missouri Public Defender's Office calling my attorney and complaining about my video because I criticized the public defender's behavior in the defending of this woman that probably, she probably did murder her daughter or push her, but maybe not. I don't know. There's a reasonable doubt. There's not, uh, they had a recording that the public defender's office investigator recorded with the defendant that is privileged, and then it gets in the hands of the prosecution went uh, all the way to the Missouri Supreme Court, used it on the defendant. Right. It, it was represented by 
a terrible defense of the public. De- not we don't want to fund, uh, you know, uh, public defenders. Yeah, yeah, criminals. But certainly, everyone is supposed to have an opportunity and get a fair trial in America. They're giving it to these illegal a- aliens who sneak in here. I just, I think I, I saw a post where someone was saying they shouldn't get anything if you sneak in here. You don't get nothing. I yeah. totally agree. You get, You're not getting amnesty. You get sent back. Go home. <laughs> right. Yeah. We want to come here and grow America and make America better and share America, get educate, get things they can't get. But they should go home their best. There's a great old video. I don't know if you've ever saw it. It was, called the, it was a TED Talk, the gumball, uh, gumball Immigration. I think if you Google TED Talk Gumball Immigration, you'll get it. And the guy puts all these gumballs in there. We get all the best people leaving these countries because their countries suck. Right. They come to our country, they do well, and uh, they and, uh, need to go home and help their country because they're that's talented That's right, their own people. Yes, they need to help their own them. people. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. And, it's a very good presentation. So uh, so tell me, uh, I think you were at a gun show. Maybe you were talking about that. What's your feeling? Uh, what were, what were people, how are people reacting to you at, at the gun we show? We were at the we went to this historic gun show deal, and I missed this guy up there. God, family, and guns. I think he's in Cape Girardeau, but he was up there. I saw he did a video from there. But we just went there and walked around and uh, handed out flyers. And there were some mask-wearing people, so I was just like my typical Daryl. The crowd was kind of parting for these two people wearing masks. And I right. said, oh, hey, are you guys Republicans? I want to talk about my campaign. And, I mean, the, the people, just they just stopped. They were, like, floored. And all the people at the gun show around me, they were like, started laughing. And they said, are you kidding? They're Democrats. <laughs> and it kind of kind of felt a little bad. But then some other guy and his wife talked to me for a little while. So I gave him a uh, fully informed jury. I hand these out. I've got okay. friends who said he's handing out 40,000 of these. And he drove to St. Joe yeah. to get a taillight in his car. And he passed them out all the way to St. Joe. And okay. telling people about. But I passed Is out that- the fully informed jury association stuff because that's for the political prisoners right and so that we could because sometimes the legislatures make mistakes and the founders wanted average men to come and we need term limits seven years is good man we don't need seven more years of josh holly he needs to i'm looking yeah. at his page people are like oh he's gonna be president and i'm like oh my gosh no, I, really i certainly <laughs> I, don't, I like DeSantis. I would say, yeah, DeSantis. You know, I think he, the, listening to him, he talks. At last week, I listened to DeSantis, and he sounded smarter than Trump. And then I listened to Trump last night, and I was like, ah, oh, that's a really good speech. I mean, he's kind of on fire. I think passionate with his wife passing, and he's getting oh. out there, continuing his fight. So I think that just makes him realize that his life is a blessing, and it could be over at any time. I mean, the guy's what is he? Seventy four? Yeah, I don't Trump know. Seventy four is eight. I know yeah. Biden was in 80. Well, that would be interesting, uh, Trump. Uh, Trump versus DeSantis for the Republican nomination. If we can get a, a legal election, right, well, w- we without electronic voting machines. I think that What's that? Yes, uh, we could only have an honest election without electronic voting machines. It has to be paper ballots and counted at the precinct yeah, like I, it used to be. I remember yeah, I used like, to. Uh, Jay- yeah. Here he wants to go back to all of the like standard. You, you know, we've became a, like a third world country where you got, you got to get the purple stamp. I think the I think the the I don't know if the machines here in Missouri are Dominion machines, but uh, the I voted the, the, the last years I've lived here. Uh, 
I've voted every time, and it's this machine where you mark like the ballots I'm examining and my short videos I'm doing. Uh, the ballots are nice. There's several. I had like one video. The St. Louis County ballot is crazy, and then I got another one from another county that's crazy, and I'm going to do a little video about that and call it uh, election integrity or something like that. But, you know, I'm making my videos out on the porch. Uh, right. Okay. You know, so – I'm not in the basement. Like I felt bad last night when Trump said that Biden ran his campaign from the basement. And I'm pretty much. Uh, I'm yeah, you don't really looked in with him, <laughs> right? So, what do you yeah, mean I'll, by those ballots are crazy? The Saint, what do you mean that the St. Louis ballots are crazy? I mean, are they just impossible to figure out? What's wrong with those ballots? Yes, it is. It's it's kind of complicated. It's. Uh, it's kind of complicated. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a, a poster board piece of paper instead of like, now I got some of them that are your standard, like the jury nullification I do uh-huh. like uh, a piece of book paper. These are on like a piece of notebook paper, like a, what is it? A eight by 11 or something. And right. then when I do the jury nullifications, they're on a legal, they're on a eight by like 14. And some of the ballots are eight by 14 because they don't have enough room, which I'm good. But I oh, think wow. they should all be a, the same color because right. I got ones that are multiple colors. And when you highlight them, they change colors. And so I think they should be a standard color and a standard size. And then if you need more room, you turn over and do the other side or something. Well, it could be another page. Uh, yeah, it could be another page. There could be well, ones where you turn it over too i think okay. you have ones in missouri where you turn them over like when the presidential election i think there were so many on there okay uh that, that were a couple on the back but it needs to be standardized Amen. and i even see with missouri that that there are some differences with the ballots and if we want voter integrity they had a big thing up in kansas over on park kansas they had a, a thing uh about voter integrity for the whole country and everything and yeah, uh, that's got to be a major issue. You know, obviously, the, the rhinocrats uh, are not interested in honest elections, right? They're just in Missouri. Yeah. One Missouri, uh huh. Pretty sure he won Missouri, and and it was the it was the Arizona and, and I think Michigan. There's some they proved. You know, there's just no going back. You look at the Obama thing with the birth certificate, and was he born in Kenya or born in Florida? Yeah, you know who Hawaii. knows, but we know raised by a he was raised by a communist right and and uh and uh you know so we just have to move on and it, but at some point how involved are the navy seals and the deep state involved in our elections with trying to put some scumbag like eric grinds i met him in 2016 i had a political prisoner card from rudy davis's ministry we had two children at the time april went on an interview in jeff city and while she was at the interview, I took the kids to the Capitol and walked around the Capitol. We got, we were up on the third floor and I was looking for Brandon Ellington, Kansas city representative at the time. Now he's a city. Uh, he's a city of Kansas city. I think they maybe want to set him up to be the next day. Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel Cleaver. They have, uh, uh, up there, big Kansas city, uh, Democrat, but he's, uh, he's good on, he, this is, they're wanting, uh, justice reform and he had some bill i liked uh that was uh pretty fair but he was getting a lot of fight from the blue line okay back the blue line blindly and i know there's some people that come in here late and the guys that were killed in joplin was absolutely horrible i 
and also uh, the Kansas City officer. Absolutely horrible. I say the death penalty. We need to have it on video. These these people that go in a convenience store and just murder some innocent person that's working there, and we have that on video. I don't want to be the guy that's the hangman or the cowboys that ride out and hang them. You know, like uh, Lonesome Dove, there's a great scene. They they have to hang their buddy who rode with the killers that killed some, some right. poor farmers that did people. They did evil, and those guys dispensed justice on their friend. And that's a movie, and it's made up. But I wouldn't want to have to be like the person that does this or even a judge that that sentences these people to death. You know, we're all going to face God's judgment for that. So I do think these people need justice, and it needs to be swift. We don't need to exhaust uh, right. the, the laws. There has to be maybe something that says that whenever – it's been proved without a reasonable doubt. And there was video evidence that he did this. Uh, he came to the police station and said he killed the officer and then got out of the car and shot him more times. Uh, society should do away with him. We shouldn't pay for him. And then also they used to do that publicly and people saw that and it was pretty horrible. I wouldn't want my children to see it. I seen all kinds of horrible things on the internet we have today. I've seen it all. Yeah. I've watched all these. I've followed all this stuff for nine years. People say, Oh, uh, I, it's a hard hit. My wife makes the money. I stay at home for nine years. But you know what? If I was Missouri U.S. Senate, this senator, the marketing person said to me, do you really want it? Sure. If there was really a chance that Daryl could be a United States senator, I would do the best job that I could. We would move to Washington. My wife would quit her job. It pays one seventy-five a year. This prosecutor is prosecuting me in Ozark County, Missouri. He went from making 50 to 175 And I got him that job. There's a whole story on that that you know. Wow, but yeah. that's a lot of money, $175,000. And the people that are making maybe $100,000 are not feeling this inflation too bad. Where uh, yeah, I think we're... Rand Paul was talking. Everyone's feeling it. I had a friend say he was at several Walmarts, and they were saying that people just aren't shopping. And I noticed when we went a couple weeks ago, my wife went the other night. She spent two fifty. She said, good thing we didn't go. It's always $100 more if I go. <laughs> but uh, right. We're, bla- we're blessed that I'm able to stay at home with the children because who would I leave my children with? They're going to public school now, which is good. And I'm so mad that they do the intruder training, that they have to do that, that our society has become uh, so sick. Uvalde style, right. Yeah. I, there's never a thought of that. We might really get mad at someone and have a fist fight. The boys, you know, when you got to high school and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. boys should maybe have a boxing match. Eric Greitens was a boxer or something, but I did a video where I said, can he work with his hands? I was working on April's car, her 07 Volvo. I, I've had that whole thing apart years ago in 2019 <laughs> and I put some okay. pictures of 2019, but I put it back together and, the, and it runs. Uh, she's telling All right. me it's so quiet. <laughs> she says it's so quiet now because this bearing was howling and she kept after me to do it. And I was like, it's okay. Cause I spun it and it wasn't grinding or anything. So it was okay for a little longer, but she's a woman and wants it to be safe. So I fixed it and I'm kind of proud of myself. I don't do like yeah. all that how stuff many, all the time. But how I'm many like, senators fix cars? <laughs> yeah. What's that? How many senators fix cars, right? Uh, with, with their own hands. Yeah. Well, you know what you you should do uh, if if you get if you get on the air you should do scenes from Mr. Smith goes to Washington <laughs> right Where, yeah. we'll take the RV we'll hook it on the we'll hook it right we got it. it's a brand yeah. new one Daryl McClanahan goes to Washington I can see it I can see it now right yeah well, Manning said the red 
Daryl goes to drop him, but he really doesn't think that. <laughs> he's so nice. I have this attorney. I was blessed. Right. Out of Canada. He scored top. I'm not at liberty to say his name, but he's right. pretty much there with me. And I met a friend who's an important guy here in Missouri. He came to the gun show and was walking around with us. And he said, I know what they're doing to you, Daryl. And I think you're prosecuting. And he likes me. And he's written a secret uh, comment on a, on a YouTube video. So I know who's with. So that's really been encouraging and a blessing. Jeffrey Winehouse calls me every day from president. And I was complaining about, well, I'll name him, Roger Roots, John Lamb, Rudy Davis blames me that his YouTube channel was taken down on the prison ministry. I didn't take his channel down. They say I'm a, some kind of fed or something. Uh, uh, right. Roger, Roger, Roger Roots and uh, John Lamb don't say that, but Rudy Davis is, and some yeah. another person here in Missouri does. And it is kind of hurtful. But – uh, I could appreciate a thumbs up. I can't, I rarely get a thumbs up or, you, you, you know, some encouragement from some other people. Uh, uh, Todd Engel, he was exonerated by Warren Markowitz, an attorney who screwed up Jeffrey's writ of habeas corpus. And I gave him a lot of money when I was the chief petitioner to audit Lexington. On that deal, Josh Hawley's town where Josh Hawley refused to answer a sunshine request. I put in about uh, there's a lawsuit that will come up if you uh, – do my name, and it was Mark Landfair. He was the police chief of Lexington who falsely arrested me. Uh-huh. And uh, I filed a lawsuit myself. I wrote the lawsuit and filed it. And then I let, I, I started helping Jeffrey more and got involved with Markowitz and let Markowitz take it over in federal court. We went to mediation and they offered us a lot of money. Uh-huh. And he said, No, I want a million for Daryl and a million for April. He's a big, fat, greedy scumbag and we listened to him and then follow the trial schedule i don't know if he took a payoff or what it was but he's out in nevada but by some blessing he did get todd ingle that was part of the bundies he got todd ingle out todd ingle's running for office in idaho okay and uh so i've been through a lot with jeffrey so he calls me and he was saying don't have it's always a long story with me yeah. So Jeffrey was praying. For me. Yeah. jeffrey was praying for me to not have animosity and let all that go and focus on myself because like you know my friend that's traveling around uh putting out flyers he says if i go i'm a fighter and i am a fighter and and i just posted the library of congress and thomas jefferson thought every legislature should have all the information we need now we have the internet and uh i think maybe there's a book my dad was a writer and i think he might have a book in the library of congress i gotta try to find it but uh I, I, I'm sure I could do the job because I want to represent the people of Missouri. I'll keep my phone number public and I'll answer it and I'll talk to people. And, and, uh, I, I want to try to, the, the citizens right, uh, to convene a grand jury. This gentleman, Bill Emery, who passed away here in Missouri, uh, was putting that forward, never met the guy, but just for him putting that bill forward says to me that the guy was a patriot. And we have, we have, uh, his name is Isaac Yoder. There's a bunch of Yoder Amish that live out here, Yoders, and he's probably yeah. one of them or a cousin. And he was re- arrested at January 6th, and he's refusing to plead, take a plea bargain for walking into the Capitol. He was carrying an American flag dressed as George Washington. Uh-huh. Okay. And January at the, 6th? Today at the, here, in Nevada, here at the Lincoln Days in Nevada, Missouri, they said Mark McClowski's helping our local uh Yoder and I spoke with Yoder and he said no he's not helping me they gave us another attorney's name and they wanted a lot of money and the attorneys that I I know a couple attorneys in Kansas City who have contacted him offered to represent him 
for free because they don't think that he did anything wrong. Right. Uh, and it's been public that the guy refused to take the uh, plea bargain of pleading guilty to trespassing because he's only charged with misdemeanor trespassing. Okay. And I think that's the only charge he has because he's on video. He de- He's not breaking any. He had every right to walk in that Capitol. That is the people's house. That's right. That is the people. And, and uh, we are the kings and we are the king's men. And we have to start acting like it. And I think Joel Skousen, I listened to him on uh, Canadian Prepper. And he said Trump was good, but he couldn't name the deep state. He couldn't yeah. uh, recognize who he should throw out of there, out of the deep state and everything. And he did a ton of huge things. Greatest president, I think, uh, besides Ronald Reagan, when I was a kid, Ronald Reagan, you know, I remember the inflation when my dad came home and and uh, talking about money and the nightly news and stuff. Me and you were talking about the heat waves that hit. It's been this hot before. When I was a kid in Joplin, it was a big deal. No, no, no. That, this is unprecedented. We have to promote global warming. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. We have to. And, yeah, I, they had a digital clock. I was just telling my kids about this, the older kids, that when I was a kid, we were downtown, and the Empire Electric in Joplin had a digital clock, you know, digital clock with a digital temperature. And I'm I'm telling you, like uh, 1976, or when was that heat wave we were talking about, Eli? Was it 78 or something, and a bunch of people in Chicago died? Uh, I believe, from, yeah. Could, it, the old people. Yeah, yeah it could have been then. Yeah, yeah, it was 105 degrees. I remember that very well, 105 degrees. Yeah, I think it was 70s. Downtown. Yeah. And we had the windows down, probably hanging out the back of the station wagon. We used to ride around the back window on the station wagon. It'd go down, and me and my brother and my sister, who passed away in February, we would all sit. She would sit in the middle, and we saw the Redwood Forest. We took that. My dad took us out to California, and we in that station wagon. I saw the Pacific Ocean. We were all sitting on that tailgate with the window up. Oh boy, you'd, the cops would. You'd be in trouble. Would be child endangerment. My dad letting us ride through the Redwood Forest, or right. we, we didn't have seat belts on. It was the arm, you know, the arm went out and everything. Yeah, you were all armed. You had rifles too, right? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone had guns. There was never no thought of of anyone shooting uh, anyone at a school. Uh, Right. You go out in the park. I did some high school for a little while. Uh, uh, Carl Junction, I was in FFA, uh, Carl Junction, Missouri, uh, ninth grade. And there were guys that had, uh, Gun, guns got we uh i had a ruger ranch rifle mini 14 uh when i was in high school uh i had a friend that had a truck that ran on propane and he'd take a a light and he'd turn on the propane tank and shoot flames out you know and nobody <laughs> was ever killed I mean, things happen but freedom's freedom's dangerous you hear the you right know, yeah it was, it, it's dangerous for crooked politicians yeah run out of time we got to talk about the conspiracy Alex Jones said to me, he said, yes, they're the, they're the most deep state. I think I was on Wednesday or Thursday, the second hour. I'm a caller, and he don't want to let me say my name or Missouri battle flag or get my tweet out. And here he's Mr. 9-11. Right. And let's talk about Osama bin Laden, the outline. I'll go like this. Outline of the story I've been told. And then I meet people like Bill Irwin, uh, who – tells me he was an undercover DEA agent. If he's proud of that to tell some guy that looks like a farmhand at the Lincoln days, why isn't that on his website? Right. Uh, and, and I'm glad that we got people that serve and we have a bunch of great people that serve. I could not serve in the 1980s 
uh, because of scoliosis of the spine. They wouldn't take me in the military. They take anyone now. Yeah. And uh, I might not have did good in the military, but the brotherhood they have, I, I, I totally heartbroken. I don't have that. I have that with a few friends, uh, but these guys have a brotherhood. They're going to go to war. They're going to die for each other. I got a daughter who is in the National Guard who just did all the her basic training at uh, Georgia. And uh, she's going to – I don't think she should be in combat. We we don't talk a lot over about that and everything. But still, the brotherhood that the police have in the military, I am so for that. I so love that. I so respect that. I think that is so Americana. That's so much part of our culture and everything. But there also has to be no hiding of mistakes. Uh, Kennedy's uh, secret societies, uh, st- mistakes are not hidden. Right. Uh, we don't use buzz by night. We, we do things in the open, and that's what, what God wants us to do is be open. We ask for forgiveness. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Folsom should repent for what he did to Jack. Also, uh, Mertens, who, uh, uh, who was on that shooting with him, uh, continued to do investigations for Missouri Highway Patrol, and this is a big problem with accountability because then you have to call all their other cases in. And if you listen to Matt Thompson's video that's linked in my uh, Daryl McClanahan for United States Senator videos, there's a link in there for Matt Thompson, Columbia, Missouri man. He don't like me. He tells Jeffrey I'm a federal agent. <laughs> uh, but I like I like Matt Thompson because he advocates he advocates for Jeffrey. I don't care what he says about me. Right. I, he advocates for Jeffrey, and he did a really good uh, breakdown on uh, Folsom, and that's information I would not have. That that's information that also was obtained by the U.S. Observer, who did an article right. about it, and that's in there's that pictures in there and everything. So uh, we need Jeffrey. We need accountability for Jeffrey. Uh, uh, you know, I think what happened with, uh, they went over the top with George Floyd. Uh, the guy was fighting. There was, it was maybe a manslaughter. We had a kid, Brandon Ellington bounced out a boat, at Lake of the Ozarks, and they wanted the highway patrol wanted to cover that up. But a good man, a whistleblower said, no, we're not going to cover this up. The, the boat video disappeared. They're on the phone with the dad saying, oh, the dad's really mad. The boy won't be any more dead in the morning. We'll go get him. They're on the phone after they shot Jeffrey. They said, oh, they're messing with Jeffrey Winehouse again. He got what he deserves. Yeah, and man. I realize people are people and make mistakes. And I want to hear the F-bomb or, or whatever these cops say in a shooting. If they're telling the guy to get the MF down or whatever they're telling them, we have to hear that. They recently had a shooting in Kansas City. Uh, they were saying the the woke media, the we're trying to escalate it into something it wasn't saying a pregnant woman had been shot. She wasn't a pregnant woman and she was armed. But I had questions when I'm seeing this on the news. Release the video. Release the video. Don't edit it. Right. The Joplin video is the Joplin stuff is highly edited, but the guy got his camera knocked off. And I don't know why the dash cam wasn't going on his police car. We spend millions of dollars. These guys don't need uh, more. Some of them need more money, but. Many don't, and they've got all the training in the world set up. They get all kinds of money for training. They need to attend all that training, do all that training, and all that uh, all that money uh, for cameras and things like. We need them in place so the the so that when something like that happens, you know. And they did ask the police chief of Joplin, could this have been avoided? And he he said no, because you you don't know when some. The, I think in that situation, if you're dealing with someone who is acting like the guy is was. Uh, he was acting pretty calm. You just don't know the guy's going to pull out a concealed handgun and he shot the one in the face and the other one in the back of the head. It's absolutely outrageous. The guy, they killed him. He got in a car and another officer he shot, uh, shot and killed him. And 
uh, we're all going to get what we deserve in this world. And, and uh, I think what happened to Jeffrey happened for a reason. So we would be talking about it today and it's in God's plan. Well, yeah, so, we, and, well, and justice. The, we want justice my, for everybody. And the corrupt court system and the corrupt police departments won't, won't allow that to happen. That's the problem. All right. Kowski, I have a phone call with him, and he talked about the jury, and he's not advocating for the fully informed jury association. In the recorded phone call, he tells me he would have faced a mob. Why don't he get out like me before he started running for Senate and saying, hey, we need some judiciary change that I'm going to – these are the same people that I've got this crazy ballot they sent, and it's it like okay. folds up six different ways, and, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, these – he, uh, he's not calling for accountability. Right. He, he, oh, he no. said, I that. want to trial and I want a change of venue. He would have went, he could have maybe, I don't know what that, if it was the same, if it was like Green County, Missouri's one judiciary. So if you, you got a change of venue, you would go to a different judiciary where right. Ozark County has Douglas Ozark, right. And, and they make these judiciaries up in Missouri. He could have advocated for fully and full jury. When you are called for jury duty in New Hampshire, the live free or die state, they give you one of these, this exact one that I pass out. They have other examples, but this one is the most jam-packed with info, which prosecutors don't like it. It's yeah. pro-defendant. It's America. It's pro-we the people because we the people are the ones. And we're supposed to face a jury of our peers. We're not supposed to face a mob. He right. says, yeah, I faced the mob and I'll fight for you. He's full of crap. Right. He did not fight. Self. He's fighting for himself now to become U.S. senator and get a promotion, just like he went to Rush Limbaugh's grave. And I just put a video up. Rush Limbaugh was for a lot of anti-God things. He didn't repent. And maybe he got a promotion in hell. Same with Ruth <laughs> Bader Ginsburg. Right. The, uh, the VaticanCatholic.com, I don't believe everything they do, but they got a lot of things right. Uh, that Ruth Bader Ginsburg don't pray for. Because she didn't repent of being, you know, advocating abortion and gay marriage and transgender and all the things that the left. Uh, yes. Yeah. She was a lefty. Total lefty. Yeah. Communist. Yeah, totally. She's probably, gonna say, she's probably right next to Satan right, right. now. With the, with <laughs> right. The, honor the, 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 the bride of Lucifer. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm not even supposed to pray for my sister. We, we are supposed to pray for our dead, but but we're supposed to pray for them in a joyous way that they're they have uh, met Jesus and they're in their uh, everlasting life. And I think that's very comforting, especially uh, my little sister. My little sister uh, died of covid. I have a letter. I haven't done a video. I get made fun of that. My videos are like a third grader. But uh, Jackson County said she died of like a heart attack and she was overweight. She was in, in bad shape, but she was a diehard Catholic, which I didn't agree with. I do not agree with Pope Francis or follow the Catholic Church. Uh, but she died and it was very sad because she was my little sister. She's a few years younger than me. And uh, she refused to take the vax. And then she took it and she died like a day later of a heart attack. Wow. And uh huh. Or sir, they, they, oh, she didn't die from that. They, they, you know, I talked, I recorded the call with the medical examiners. But I will tell you, for big government, if you call, like, I got a phone call on my Facebook page where I call Green County about the ballot, and they admit they didn't get it to me within the four weeks. And the lady was really nice. But the prompts, push one, push two, all the way to eight, the all these prompts for big government, 
And I called Kansas City when I had heard my uh, sister had passed. I want to find out where she's taken. And I called Kansas City uh, police about it. I said my sister had passed away in, in Kansas City and said where she lived. They said, okay. And I mean, it wasn't 10 minutes. I got a call back. And then any question I asked them, then they put me in touch with the guy that the investigator that went over there and everything. They put me in touch with him. He answered a few questions. They put me in touch with the very, uh, very good customer service. But then I want to take the kids to the Kansas City fountains to swim. And my attorney friend was saying, oh, don't uh, to run around in the fountains, not swim. Right. He said, oh, bring them here. And there's a pool. You could take them to this private pool. And but don't because the homeless bathe in this fountain and Kansas City is supposed to be known for the fountains. But every time I go downtown Kansas City, there's like a broken fire hydrant and the water's just <laughs> running out on the street. Did right. We, did we have clean? He said the water's recycled at this one fountain because it's green. Can't we have a fountain that's for the kids to play in and if maybe uh, no. the kids pee in the pool no. or something? It, it, it goes crazy. down the drain. We could waste a little water out of the Missouri River. So the kids could have a fountain to play in, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. I know saving water, you have a drought going on and everything like that, but it's the city of fountains this is kind of disappointing. Uh, right. You okay. know, I want to take them up there. We're going to take them to the zoo here in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe you could pass out flyers at the zoo. Get some of those Democrats. Huh? In, I don't do the flyers. My, these flyers are not created by me. They okay. are created by you know who. We won't yeah. say his name. Right. And he is the biggest supporter of my campaign, and I love him. He's a he is a yeah. He's a he patriot, a, a Christian true, patriot. Yeah, he's a patriot. He's, done, he's been involved with other things too, and he says they don't like me is because I'm telling the truth. Yeah, of and course. We know know a mutual preacher that said Daryl talks about things that nobody wants to talk about, and if I was uh the U.S. Senator, uh, you know, and I, I want to tell talk you about him. Eric, right. It's controversy. Uh, Eric Greitens, the rhino kicking in the door with the shotguns and the police. They're wearing masks. And we have a very famous president that was from Missouri. His name was Harry S. Truman. And Harry S. Truman was contacted by a Holocaust victim. And Alex Jones used to talk about this. I think this is maybe the place where I heard it. But I actually called the library and and he signed an order that law enforcement should not wear masks. Oh, wow. We've got the drug that wear masks and look like bandits. But this Holocaust survivor said that they came in the night and took their family and the law enforcement. Uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the Unidentifiable. Whoever right. The government was wearing masks. We have drug cartels wearing masks. I don't think law enforcement in America should wear masks or cover their faces. They are backed by the people who they are representing. So they yeah. have no reason to cover their face. And so I don't like the idea. And I guess the big story Friday on KCMO. And does anybody ever notice that Mondo, Pete Mondo, looks a lot like Hunter Biden? But <laughs> Pete Mondo? And he feeds his kids no. formula. They wouldn't Maybe let he's me on there. They said, oh, Daryl, <laughs> and, and he's saying that. Oh, it's the formula shortage. My wife is given, we're given the toddler formula now. And I was like, right away, he's a dumbass. Why is it, why the hell is he get? he's a college guy. He's got a job paying a hundred thousand a year, his wife. He's hanging out at Bill, oh, Bill O'Reilly's who said, and they've got Bill O'Reilly on Kansas city, giving us a moral lesson in the morning. Someone who's a, a absolute sexual deviant, no doubt, you know, and if you see the inside edition thing, we'll, we'll do it live. I'm sure he's just yeah. a real prick in uh in real life 
right? Uh, and he's given us, a, but this guy gives kids formula. Why isn't we live used to live up uh, Kansas City? And I would drive out to Toganoxie, Kansas, which was like a half hour drive. I drive a half hour out to Toganoxie to this uh, lady that worked for the railroad down at the big switching yard there at Kansas City. And she had a little farm goat's milk. And we, once my wife quit breastfeeding the children, uh, she breastfed all of our kids a year. Okay. Uh, then they got goat's milk. And, uh, and we got to go back to, to, uh, yeah, real food, uh, healthy it's, food. It's, yeah. Kinda, Not pharmacia. Smaller yeah. It's yeah, the, the, for, the formula, it, it doesn't do anything for kids. Absolutely nothing. It deprives them of real nutrition. I, yeah. So, okay. Children, Montana, we received okay. WIC, and I used to go get that formula, and we fed that crap to Cynthia, who's in the uh, now Arkansas National Guard, and my son, Drew, who works for Tyson Chicken now. Uh, and they're smart, but my – Younger children now, my four younger children with my, my new wife, we've been married 11 years, uh, super smart. And my wife says it's brain food, it's brain right. milk. Uh, we got, you got to, even if it's cow's milk, it's got to be better. They don't digest the cow's milk. The, As well. the uh, goat's right. milk is, the, yeah. yeah, goat's milk is just the mother's milk. They use, I think I posted a long time ago. They would bring a, 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 if the mother died at birth or something, they would get a neighbor to bring over the, the nanny goat and they would put the baby right to the nanny goat to save the little baby's life, you know? Wow. And, okay. uh, and the, the, giving them all these shots and everything, we didn't do any of that. I, I put a post up with me and my son, Luke, he's seven years old. Now when he was born, he had a little cyst on his umbilical cord and at Overland park, they wanted to take middle of the night. They came in, they said, Oh, we're going to take him. Okay. I'm going to go. Oh no, you can't go. Well, he ain't going without me. Right. And, and, uh, they called security. They never gave him any shots. He ain't having no shots. None of my children have any shots. Great. The Amish neighbors, they don't give any of their children shots. They don't watch TV. All they think about is taking care of each other. Right. And they, they don't have autism. This. Amish kids do not get autism because they don't get the shots. Period. Right? Oh, yeah. I tried to tell me when Lily was born, our youngest, before Luke, I wrote a waiver that said if you ask us to vaccinate her, it's a one million fine. And we, she was born, and then like the day after, you're like you're supposed to take them to the doctor and get them checked out that they're safe, that they're okay. You know, everything's okay with the little baby. And so we showed up, and I gave them that waiver, and they took us in the room. And the lady come in, and she said, "Oh, well, we want to give her the shots." And I'm like, "Uh, well, uh, the Amish don't uh, have yeah. autism." And she said, "Oh, yes, they do. They just call it something different." And then she left, and I guess they reviewed that waiver and said, uh, you'll have to leave and go somewhere else. So April found some doctor <laughs> in Overland Park who was cool and all about natural medicine, but he was right. an MD, right. uh, a Very pediatric good. doctor. He was really cool because uh, little baby girls will get this in, uh, uh, little thing on their nipple. Like milk will come out of the little baby girl, and it's really? like uh, just uh, – yeah, uh, uh but it's not really milk. It's like fluid or something from the, okay. it's from hormones from being a baby girl. And, yeah. and there are drugs they can for, but he suggested using this Arnica gel that April did. And she had trouble first time baby breastfeeding. So literally, uh, Lily had goat's milk within a few days of being born because April's breast became Good. engorged and she had problems breastfeeding, but she got in the shower. We got the goat's milk. The baby was crying. Mama was crying. I was crying. Yeah, so, right, yeah, and, right. 
and she got the, she got the milk flowing for Lily, and now we got four kids, and she fed, fed all of them with no problem. She had them all natural. Uh, all right. All and, right. Uh, natural. I like yeah. that word, natural. Right. We have a, a natural world today. Yeah. All right. She said, you know, there's a lot of pain. She said, this is this last baby. She said, you know, there is a lot of pain. Yeah. Would you care if I do the apparel? Like, I, like she really listens to anything I would yeah, ask right. her to do. Yeah. And I said, if you want to, sure, you could do it. Well, we got to the hospital, and she said, yeah, she wanted to do it. But then Gabriel was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. He just, the nurses, the doctor had just got there. One nurse was in the room, and Gabriel started coming out, and they, like, had to push the panic button right. because Gabriel was coming out. Right, yeah, yeah. and the doctor so, wouldn't get his fee. <laughs> he wasn't there. Yeah. All right. Okay, all right, Daryl. You've got a lot of issues to talk about uh, for, for your candidacy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe you'll get some airtime with, with one of the major stations. Uh, I'll see what I can do with the Caravan to Midnight, and uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you about that if it, if it happens, okay? All right. All right, Daryl. Thanks a all lot. Right. Yahweh bless you. Best of luck with your campaign, and I hope you can get your message out. Thank you. Okay. All right, Daryl. Take care. Thanks for being on the show. Okay. All right, folks. That was part one of today's show. I'm going to take a quick break. And, yeah, Mark of the Nano Beast, right? This uh, what uh, is really coming out in in the world today. Uh, we're, We're dealing with the international, uh, what's the best word, uh, the Mark of the Beast, uh, World Economic Forum, all those things are totally against natural health, totally against nature, totally against our health and our rights. It's, it's, a dict, it's a dictatorship of medicine, politics, and economics, a total dictatorship in those three areas. And, uh, and of course, the judge, uh, the judiciary is just as corrupt as the rest. So we've got our work cut out for us, too. If we want to turn this around, it doesn't look good for turning it around because there are so many evil people in the world today that are in positions of power that we really can't do much locally uh, and especially nationally. So we have to do our best to promote truth and honesty, as Daryl is uh, really trying hard to do, truth and honesty, and make the uh, corrupt uh, police departments, the corrupt judiciary, the corrupt politicians, corrupt medicine, and all the fake stuff, the issue. Those should be the issues, not the contrived issues that we're getting shoved in front of our faces all the time. Okay, so I'm going to play a song here. And uh, let me just pick one out real quick here. And trying to get the uh, it to open up. Okay. Let's go with a tune called Jealous Heart. Here we go. <laughs> Try that again. Here we go. Let's try it again.
This is part two of today's Restoration Hour, and we're going to be talking about the uh, 5G and the criminal cover-up of the uh, COVID, etc. But first, I want to quickly talk about, I just found out about this today, the uh, Poseidon underwater drone, which is a secret weapon that the Russians have developed, which can create... Tsunamis. Let me just open up this uh, document real quick. What is Russia's Poseidon nuclear drone? <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I have to clear lots of ads. just popped up with this article. The Poseidon underwater drone, excuse me, <laughs> also known as Status 6 and in the United States as Canyon, with a K, 
is basically a very large nuclear-powered autonomous torpedo armed with a nuclear warhead. What we know of it mostly stems from a 2015 leak on Russian TV of a government project for an underwater nuclear drone. According to its mission statement, the project was focused on damaging the important components of the adversary's economy in a coastal area and inflicting unacceptable damage to a country's territory by creating areas of wide radioactive contamination that would be unsuitable for military, economic, or other activity for long periods of time, not to mention the tsunami, <laughs> an underwater explosion would occur, all right? So, uh, continuing, the torpedo, which Russia named Poseidon, is about 20 meters long, can go 1,000 meters deep, and has a range of at least 10,000 kilometers. Siddharth Kashal, a research fellow for Sea Power and Missile Defense at UK Defense and Security think tank RUSI, told Euronews next, much of its actual capabilities remain shrouded in mystery, but its key strengths are thought to be its ability to operate very deep and very fast underwater, making it hard to intercept. Well, what I had is uh, this uh, is not talking about the uh, fact that it will cause a tsunami. That was the uh, word I got from an informant that uh, the tsunami factor is the major thing you can do here. So, uh, so. Be careful. Don't don't play with that Russian bear. Don't play with that Russian bear. He's got a secret weapon. And uh, if they can detonate something like this underwater and cause a tsunami, it, w- it probably would devastate both coasts of the Atlantic Ocean. And depending on where it's set off in the Pacific, I mean, wow, th- this could be a really devastating weapon. We hope we're not going to ever experience anything like that. All right, so next story is fifth-generation directed energy radiation emissions in the context of contaminated nanometal, or nanometal, rather, COVID-19 vaccines with graphite ferrous oxide antennas. Okay, so this is what's coming. If it hasn't been developed yet, I'm sure it's already been developed. And we're going to be seeing more and more of this type of weapon in, in vaccine form coming from a hypodermic needle. And this is, again, uh, they're, they're coming up with more and more new weapons to kill us with. And unfortunately for them, the COVID fiasco is not killing us fast enough, so they have to keep, keep coming with new waves of new weapons, whether they're economic, such as trying to starve us out, right? They're burning down all of these uh, factories. They're creating these heat waves with HARP to dry up the uh, farm fields, etc., etc. Bill Gates is buying up farmland in order to prevent it from being used to produce food. And they've got an entire new uh, generation of farm products. They're not really out in the farm. They have what's called vertical farming, where they basically grow meat uh, in in vats, right? They grow meat in vats and uh, and have all these plants in vertical arrays instead of having fields, okay? So uh, they've got it all planned out where they can feed themselves and starve the rest of us. And by the way, the, the fact that the Georgia Guidestones were blown up and demolished, 
they had to demolish those guidestones because the word was getting out that those guidestones tell the fact that the globalists want to reduce the population of the planet to only 500 million. Okay, the word was getting out, and they may have blown it up themselves <laughs> just to keep that information from getting out. So let's get into, into this deep inside the castle, as da, or inside the Templar castle, right? The the Freemasonic uh, center. Okay, global research by Mark Steele, S T E L E. Excuse me. Introduction. I write this expert report as a British engineer, inventor, patent writer, and weapons research scientist, an engineer with a materials science background, and inventor of the world's first binocular optical waveguides, whatever that is, weapons sight systems, infrared thermal imaging head-up displays, molecular reactors, signal processing, and transducer design, to name a limited few. So he's got some really good credentials here. What does this have to do with biology, right? As chief technology officer at the company that designed and brought to market the world's first internationally approved head-up display, HUD product, accredited with a number of innovation awards, but more importantly regulated to a number of internationally recognized standards, including Department of Transportation, as well as ANSI and others, I was relied upon in the establishment of international standards for augmented reality. Uh, I think we've got way too much augmentation already. And virtual reality, HUD systems. So is he talking about the uh, what, uh, what Mark Zuckerberg is offering with Meta? Is that what he's talking about? Not sure. Okay, so uh, I don't see any exhibits here. Refer to Exhibit 2A, but I don't see anything here. I'm not going to lose my place. Anyway, Cyber Command USA had been made aware of my expertise and specifically requested my advice with regard to an unusual 5G antenna design deployed across the USA. I have been extremely fortunate that most, but not all, of my research and product development work has been carried out outside of the Official Secrets Act legislation. I have acted as a witness and provided statements in several court cases exposing the lack of any credible evidence that the 5G light-emitting diode network and planned neural connection to the 5G grid are safe. Okay? There's no credible evidence that these networks are safe. This includes nano metamaterial technologies that are contaminating vaccinations. Ah, there we go. Here's our biological connection. Nano metamaterial technologies are contaminating vaccinations that are not legal or lawful and that breach a number of international and domestic laws. Well, the the internationalists don't give a damn about that. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, etc. They don't care about what's, what's lawful. They control the economy. And that's how they get away with these things. Judge Nolan at Newcastle Crown Court stated that, quote, the 5G risk must be debated, unquote. And that, quote, this is a democracy and the public have a right to know, unquote. The evidence I presented to the court defeated the attempt by the local authorities and actors in the British establishment. 
to silence me from providing the published scientific evidence on the risks posed to the public and environment from the 5G urban radar network and its ultimate purpose. Yeah, it's a weapon. That, that's its ultimate purpose. It's to be used as a weapon against us. The failed court action taken by the local authority created a publicity storm that helped to highlight the actual risks from the 5G deployment across the world, as well as the total lack of care taken by regulators allowing this 5G deployment. So again, it's global. The Rothschilds control the global economy, and they control the global medical establishment. They control global banking, global mass media, etc., so it's almost impossible to get the word out to the general public. And you know, so I applaud this gentleman for doing what he can to expose the dangers of 5G. My involvement with several research and development projects spans my entire working career and includes some of a sensitive nature due to the Official Secrets Act 1911 restrictions, and therefore I am not at liberty to disclose these in a public domain. Suffice to say, this work has led to an understanding of Department of Defense, DOD contracts. I assume he's talking about America now. The compartmentalization of weapon product design projects. The directed energy weapons, DEW, whose existence has until recently been obscured and sometimes denied. The use of directional microwave radiation weapons by unknown actors on U.S. embassies in Cuba, China, and Russia, known as Havana Syndrome is still not fully recognized by the authorities. Havana Syndrome bears all the hallmarks of microwave radiation emissions, which have left victims suffering significant and irreparable neurological damage, among other injuries. So, if you don't think we should oppose 5G, you got to screw loose. 5G is a weapon, folks. That's what it's being deployed for. The U.S. government has been unable to keep these weapons secret and recently passed a bill to compensate embassy staff victims. Okay, so yeah, Havana Syndrome. Our uh, our State Department employees in the various embassies were being targeted with microwave weaponry and it was making them very ill. But only the people in the embassies were being affected, not the surrounding neighborhood, just the employees of the embassy. So it was a very directed energy weapon, DEW. The U.S. intelligence agencies in their communications with the Russian government confirmed that they already knew of the existence and capability of microwave radiation weapons and their appeal to their assumed Russian adversaries was for the cessation of the use of these weapons against their embassies. My research field also covers other battlefield interrogation and weapon systems, including Lethal Autonomous Weapons Systems, LAWS, Autonomous underwater vehicles, which is, I think, that uh, that weapon we just described as the introduction to this segment, the Russian uh, missile that goes underwater and can be detonated to cause a tsunami and to irradiate. We're talking about nuclear radiation. The coastline, wherever it is detonated. So that's a we're. <laughs> if anybody sets off this nuclear Armageddon. It can kiss the planet goodbye. All right, anyway, let's continue. Autonomous underwater vehicles, light detection and ranging, LIDAR, phased array radar technologies, including 5G for tracking weapons platforms, 
as well as biological assets on and off the battlefield that are increasingly used in a civilian setting to include facial recognition technologies, autonomous electric vehicles, drones, none of which have been fully environmentally assessed for harm from their radiation emissions to the general public and wildlife. So it's really obvious that they want to poison us with radiation. And it's not just coming from our televisions, radios, and uh, modems, etc., and our electrical outlets. It's coming from everywhere, literally everywhere. And 5G will make it ubiquitous. We'll make it absolutely ubiquitous. You won't be able to get away from it. But I know we will find a way to fight back when that time comes. Next heading, 5G urban radar, ionizing radiation, and critical infrastructure risks. 5G, unlike all of the other generations of telecommunications, is technically identified as an urban radar directed energy in air emission, which requires the antenna to be designed to cause the focused energy in air for the high-speed compression of data to and from antennas designed to send and receive focused energy through a theoretical collimated and coherent signal. Not sure what collimated means, C-O-L-L-I-M-A-T-E-D, collimated. But we have reported that the, the various... 5G installations are able to triangulate and focus energy beams at individuals standing on the ground or in their homes, etc., with intent to kill those people. 5G is capable of doing that. And I think they've already got that in China. The beam-forming wave in the main lobe emission breaches the International Commission by Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection, guideline of 61 volts for a maximum exposure of six minutes. This ICNIRP guideline is contrary to the Council of Europe Code 1815 resolution and to the European 2016 guideline, which confirmed the published peer-reviewed science that anything over 600 microvolts per meter should be limited to short-term exposure. And of course, with my radiation meter, I have found that my computers radiate up to 200 microvolts per meter. And that's five times over the recommended dosage of 40. So can you imagine now being irradiated at close range because these 5G towers are going to be only two blocks apart at 600 (laughs) 600, uh, microvolts per meter. So it's going to be very dangerous. So very, very dangerous. Let's continue. This is orders of magnitude lower than the 6-minute 61,000 microvolts ICNRIP guideline, which is a biological cooking value, (laughs) all right? They plan on cooking us. ICNIRP, it's RIP, rest in peace, (laughs) should be RIP, is widely acknowledged to be a captured agency as confirmed in the Italian courts. The sweeping movement of the beam wave at over 13.6 volts causes the positive charging of air, which is noxious to all biological life 
at significant distances from the antenna emission to the target acquisition zone, such is the capacity of the 5G hard and software, and is the very reason that this equipment is and has been used extensively on the battlefield as scanning environment radar and directed energy weapons for the purpose of disrupting and disabling enemy hardware, as well as biological assets, i.e. humans. Okay, folks? I mean, if there's any doubt that 5G is a weapons installation, (laughs) this article should put that idea to rest, that doubt to rest. I'm going to copy this and put it in the chat room real quick. Okay, all right, so this is a a filthy, filthy weapons-grade technology, folks, and your government is not telling you about it. Let's continue. Typically, the 5G antenna design uses a larger power input and directed output to deliver focused high-power data compression signals measured in watts or electron volts. The aviation industry, including Boeing and Airbus, have recently raised concerns over 5G due to its capability to endanger passenger aircraft that do not have the military mitigation technologies in a civilian setting to protect their pilots or aeroplane flight control systems against directed energy emissions. So civilian aircraft are going to be horribly affected. The telecoms industry and other regulatory bodies have continually denied the real purpose and existence of the radiation dangers posed by the deployment of 5G technologies. They have actively misled the public by issuing demonstrably false press releases through local and national media, as well as by making false statements in courts in failed attempts to discredit experts, including myself, even though they have been advised by their own intelligence agencies that the experimental uninsurable for harm technology was and is extremely dangerous to the security of the state. Okay? So if you get damaged by 5G radiation, you're out of luck. Well, presumably you survive, right? You probably get very, very ill and not even be capable of calling your insurance company to see if they'll cover any medical condition you get. Quote, the term backhaul... B-A-C-H-H-A-U-L, sorry, B-A-C-K-H-A-U-L, in the context of 5G is a term used for the technological advance that enables data to be interrogated and uplifted from multiple devices and environments simultaneously. In other words, spying across the whole area, leaving no chance of any privacy. Better watch what you say on your cell phone. The capability of interrogation and digitization of the intelligence-gathered breaches a number of human rights laws. This patent, one of a number that confirmed the capability to interrogate sound and voice emissions through buildings to gather data on an unsuspecting population using electromagnetic hardware and software systems, are all part of the vast 5G toolbox Now, if this doesn't sound like a a science fiction horror film, (laughs) it surely does, but it's reality. Spectrum dominance of the 5G network from sub-3 gigahertz to 300 gigahertz 
poses a real risk of bodily harm from higher photon energy value frequencies that are coherent radiation emissions, the impact of which is currently unknown since they are untested and not proven to be safe, as well as uninsurable, with levels of radiation emissions in excess of anything imagined by earlier technologists. Okay, so we're going from 3 gigahertz to 300 gigahertz, which the 5G network is capable of producing. And he doesn't, he doesn't talk about what the hertz value is of 4G. Uh, he should probably mention that for comparison. But it's obvious what he's talking about is extremely dangerous. ICNIRP guideline radiation values apply only to single antenna device emitters and do not take into account the massive increase and multiplication of radiation emission devices proposed across all cities and towns for the 5G network which is intended to interconnect everything simultaneously using highly complex, biological, biologically toxic, and in particular, modulated microwave radiation. Okay? So if your microwave oven is dangerous enough, just, just try to grasp this. 5G deployment is underway by governments across the world in all cities and towns without any of the obligatory prior environmental impact analysis or public insurance for instruments of harm, rendering the whole network deployment an illegal and unlawful act by authorities acting ultra vires in allowing known biological toxicity, ionizing and non-ionizing radiation emissions, unfettered access to the environment. Telecoms companies generally self-certify having met obsolete standards, which allows them to breach those guidelines without sanction as there are no regulatory bodies making independent assessments of adherence to the guidelines. These are the same guidelines that have been shown to cause ill health and cancers in the general population in proximity to the existing 4G networks. Okay, so you don't, you don't want to be living near a cell tower. And most of these cell towers are out in the country. And we've already reported about birds and other animals dying in the vicinity of these cell towers and dropping dead and uh, their bodies collecting at the bottom of the tower and also vegetation turning brown in the vicinity of such towers. So you can imagine uh, when they really ramp up the energy and coordinate all the towers especially in the cities. You do not, do not want to be living in a big city where these towers are popping up like weeds. Continuing. A further troubling factor is that the telecommunications industry responsible for the deployment have confirmed that they, the industry, have not carried out any scientific research and therefore have no current published scientific research data on the actual impact of 5G networks on the environment. So, folks, this information needs to be spread around to your friends and neighbors so when they see this monster coming, they can fight against the deployment because once it's deployed, it's going to spy on and potentially kill anybody. Independent research studies on the subject refute industry and government propaganda about the safety of the 5G network. 
government agencies who are tasked with protecting the population from the confirmed cancer-causing properties of non-ionizing and ionizing radiation have failed to provide a regulatory framework of safety standards or guidelines to protect the environment, thereby exposing an unsuspecting public to levels of radiation that are harmful and life-threatening. Serious critical infrastructure risks have been ignored in the unregulated rush to deploy the 5G network. Industry and government regulators across the world have ignored a number of serious scientifically established risks arising from the mass densification of 5G, the Internet of Things, and smart aircraft, electrical grid internet communications, city antenna systems, which require billions of large-spectrum quad quadrature amplitude modulated never heard that before QAM quadrature amplitude modulation microwave radiation transmitters oh boy that doesn't sound good Canada's cellular network in 2018 was supported by approximately 33,000 large towers of up to 200 feet in height the new 5G protocol will require many more Higher radiation beam wave emissions using precisely located towers across Canada's towns and cities, an estimated 273,000, and Canada is a much smaller country population-wise and many fewer cities in America, at a much shorter height with significantly larger energy demands on the electrical grid and network. So who's going to pay for this? Who's going to pay for the construction of all this? Well, we know the Federal Reserve and Joe Biden are inflating the economy by printing money. That's how these projects are being funded, by inflationary spending. And, of course, the Rothschilds sitting pretty in London with their Bank of England and their ownership of our Federal Reserve Bank and Deutsche Bank and other such banks simply create the money to pay for all this. And we wind up paying for it via inflation. The propaganda narrative of industry and agencies claiming these 5G networks use less energy is demonstrably false. The massive increase in antennas from massive multiple in, multiple out, MIMO, antennas for 5G, plus the mini and micro relay networks, as well as increased device data usage, all require further power consumption in watts. The continual, not-on-demand scanning radar designed to pick out the target area is continually in operation with the added overlaying of multiples of higher-energy-focused beam waves created by the out-of-phase emission antennas. These focused high-energy beam waves operating across a larger part of the spectrum use higher-energy photon values in the compressed millimeter wave spectrum to deliver high-power data compression beams across urban areas, areas and is the reason the aviation industry are very concerned at the risks posed to their communication systems critical to keeping aircraft safe in the air. Well, that's a problem, isn't it? But they don't give a damn. 5G is being rolled out without any consideration to the safety of the air industry. So I I hope that there's going to be a lawsuit filed by the air industry. We'll see. Air travel industry. The planned and currently deployed 5G mass antenna installations all add to an ever-increasing requirement for more energy 
to produce the increased data transfers through radiation emissions across cities and towns. Microwave radiation emissions are known to increase thermal temperatures, contributing to the climate change challenges and life-threatening effects of raising temperatures in cities. Uh, Heat wave, anybody? Heat island impacts are defined as large urban areas that are affected by increases in city temperatures that have been recognized by the Environmental Protection Agency as causing detrimental health impacts and increases in energy consumption. Yeah, and Daryl and I were talking about that heat wave that hit Chicago at 105 degrees, and a lot of old people without air conditioning simply died from, from heat exhaustion. And this uh, is now being predicted by this author will be a common occurrence if 5G goes into effect. Now, again, this is the big cities. The big and smaller cities are going to be targeted first. And that's where the liberals are. So the, the liberals who have been promoting big government across the board, including the United Nations-style big government, or I should say governance, because none of these people have been elected by anybody, certainly not Democratic, certainly not Republican, that this type of governance is being supported by the lefties across the board. Educators, politicians, Democrats, communists, you name them, they're all in support of this globalist attack, assault, on our health, safety, and freedom. Energy consumption in heat islands increases demand for air conditioning to cool buildings. In an assessment of case studies spanning locations in several countries, electricity demand for air conditioning increased approximately 1% to 9% for each 2 degrees Fahrenheit increase in temperature. Countries where most buildings have air conditioning, such as the United States, had the highest increase in electricity demand. Heat islands contribute to higher daytime temperatures, reduced nighttime cooling, and higher air pollution levels. These, in turn, contribute to heat-related deaths and heat-related illnesses such as general discomfort, respiratory difficulties, heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and non-fatal heat stroke. Well, probably fatal heat stroke, too. Microwave radiation will also affect a large number of molecular structures in materials, which increases building fire risk. Oh, man. Boy, is this a catastrophe waiting to happen or what? This is due to hydrocarbon elements in buildings breaking down due to modulated microwave radiation, which causes localized heating and the breakdown of materials. I guess it doesn't matter what material it is, maybe even brick. Microwave radiation at certain frequencies will excite water molecules, and if there is no moisture available, other less volatile molecules will absorb the radiation and start to heat. Therefore, any material that has dried out can overheat and ignite more easily in a microwave field, a type of priming. And that's probably what happened in California when we uh, talked about the directed energy weapons that caused those so-called forest fires where only certain areas and even trees were not harmed, but automobiles burned and melted, literally melted, the the hubs of their cars, their wheels, 
melted. So what kind of a forest fire is that? Therefore, any material that has dried out can overheat and ignite more easily in a, in a microwave field, a type of priming. The risks particular to the 5G radiation emissions are due to the proposed mass densification and spectrum dominance of the radiation emissions. So the, the, the frequencies they choose and the, the, quality, the quantity of the emissions. Also, any metal objects inside a microwave field can exhibit dielectric properties that ca- can cause sparking, which could lead to a fire. Well, that's what happened to those aluminum wheel hubs and those cars in California. That's exactly what happened to them. This is caused by a buildup of charged particles, energy that produces a concentrated electric field at the edge of the metal. All right, so we've seen the videos of those fires where sparks were flying from the cars while the trees weren't burning. These are all, and I think we had the same thing happen at 9-11, where cars in the vicinity of the two buildings were literally melting. These are all scientific phenomena that have been ignored by the regulators and industry, but the most alarming, unrecognized, and unregulated issue is fatigue of materials caused by the continual bombardment of 5G data compression and focused QAM modulated microwave energy fields. 5G requires far more complex and focused data package compression of energy. All right, I guess you could kind of say like a cathode ray tube is very uh, focused and compressed energy projected onto your television screen. How would you like to be sitting in the target area of that? The potential for specific frequency causing the disassociation of molecular structures of solid building materials, priceless artworks, and wine collections. Oh, no! There goes my sangria. Among other things, cannot be overstated due to the currently unresearched cross-wave impacts of such high levels of energy in air modulated radiation emissions. This cacophony of microwave radiation pollution could lead to severe failures in large capital equipment, including the electrical grid. Current critical infrastructure was never assessed or engineered with this pulse vibration, energy and air value added to the materials fatigue calculation and ultimate life expectancy of the established infrastructure including the power grid, (laughs) okay? So the electric wires and the towers may just melt or collapse due to this fatigue. This is amazing, folks. It's absolutely amazing that this is going on and the public doesn't know about it. All right, let's continue. What has also been discovered is unnecessary latent power capacitance built into the 5G smart IoT hardware network, Internet of Things, I think he means here. This large capacitance could easily be used for a possible electromagnetic pulse, oh yeah, absolutely, attack on cities and populations. That's its true purpose, folks, electromagnetic pulse weaponry. This would depend on the known interconnectivity and remote access of an easily hackable network to all emission devices in the built-up radiation 5G grid. So, 
if the Rothschilds want to install this, and this is very hackable, this could really backfire. Maybe we need some hack, some hackers <laughs> in, in the right places to disrupt the runout of this system. This is going to be extremely damaging. If there was ever a weapon that uh, was designed to kill civilians, this is it. 5G operating systems have already been compromised and could pose a significant security risk as EMPs can cause a major disruption to electromagnetic communication systems. The electrical grid and electronics hardware. EMP emissions usually come from sources including the sun and a number of developed weapons. Well, how about HARP? The uh, high-altitude array antenna that they can heat up the atmosphere to a million degrees Fahrenheit? Yeah, fire height. (laughs) A million degrees fire height. A million degrees Fahrenheit. That uh, maybe that's why we're having this heat wave. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that for a second. The electromagnetic pulse wave from nuclear bomb testing was shown to cause large electrical grid disturbances at great distances. Something similar happened when 5G was switched on in South Korea in April 2019. It caused a number of city fires due due to the documented failure of the electrical grid transformers. The South Korean government and media passed this off as having been caused by forest fires, right, in five separate cities simultaneously all across the country when 5G was turned on. But this alleged cause does not explain the electrical grid disturbance and destruction of critical electric grid hardware. Well, I mean, if the government says that's the reason, that's the reason, right? (laughs) EMP risks identified in the USA demonstrate that this type of poorly regulated 5G technology poses a potential risk throughout the world. All right, this article needs to be condensed into like three or four pages so that it can be handed out to your friends and neighbors. This is vital information. Your health... Your, your body, your life, your community are all at risk because this is a weapon, folks, and it's a bioweapon designed to kill people. The telecommunications narrative for 5G is only a cover for its actual future capability and purpose, as confirmed by the total absence of environmental risk research and insurance liability cover for harm. The future domain for the battle space and that's what it's becoming they're creating a battle space and the ongoing deployment of 5g technological advance include 5g weapons for warfare across cities towns and countryside well i mean the beauty if you want to put it that way of this type of weapon system is that you can target areas i mean you can micro target areas whereas with an atomic bomb you get all kinds of debris and uh, radiation everywhere, and depending on which way the wind is blowing. And so this can target specific areas. Are they going to republic the? Uh, sorry, target the Republican neighborhoods and leave the Democratic neighborhoods untouched? They can do this. They can absolutely do this. 
They can, they can target Christian neighborhoods and leave Jewish neighborhoods alone. If there's a little fallout, you know, a little collateral damage, the uh, Rothschilds won't care as long as the major target is, is done, is hit, okay? Okay. The domain includes psychological warfare technologies, including control and dissemination of information through social media to obscure the real purpose of 5G as a warfare system. Now, I'm also familiar with the TI movement, the Targeted Individuals movement, which we touched on briefly on a couple of occasions, but we've never done a, a thorough investigation on targeted individuals. And these targeted individuals are being hit with exactly this type of weaponry, directed energy weaponry targeted at individuals. They've been doing this for decades. If they want to target you with one of these microwave weapons, lack of microwave weapons, they can do so in very small doses. They can park a van outside your house. The radiation will penetrate your brick or whatever your home is made of. And they can tell where you're, you're sitting and target you or where you're sleeping. They're probably going to do this most often where you're sleeping. So they can fry you through a brick wall. That's what this technology is capable of. Or, at the very least, make you very ill and you have no idea what's making you ill. Quote, The fifth generation mission space represents a new environment in which future operations will take place. This is a quotation. The complexity of the domain is exacerbated by uncontrolled and undefined actors directing or influencing the narrative. So somebody can hack into it and use it for other purposes. The greatest challenge of the new mission space is the total erosion of the concepts of the enemy and of war itself. No, we, the people, are the enemy. As is obvious from the Georgia Guidestones, which state the world must be reduced to 5 million, 500 million population. The opponent will be much more ambiguous, and warfare will become an insidious creep designed to degrade from within rather than attack from without. Quotation from the manual here that uh, is numbered 2.22 but uh, I don't think he's named this manual yet. Anyway, special operations forces are already debating the opportunities and risks from the Internet of Things 5G networks. With assassination through the LAWS that can be used to eliminate targeted individuals. And there's the phrase right there, targeted individuals. Quote, metamaterial Adoption has been greatest in communications, antennas, and radar systems with related radio frequency identification applications for tagging, tracking, and locating. Well, that's what the jab does, doesn't it? The Gates jab targets you. They put It forms into an antenna array inside your body, turning you into a walking debit card and a walking target. 
The move to 5G communications and extraordinary radar capabilities will push developments even faster, with commercial sales forecasted to exceed $10 billion annually by 2030. So who's buying this stuff? It's being paid for by fiat money through the Rothschild banking institutions. Metal materials are integral to future high-performance, high-impedance, low-profile, conformal, and fractal antennas for communications and radar systems. By the way, fractal, that's the magic word, fractal, because that antenna array that was formed, uh, I've seen the videos, that these antenna arrays that form within your body have a fractal appearance. You know, in other words, it's kind of like a tree shape with a, a, a more like a cauliflower uh, you know, shape. Uh, that uh, they, they, It's a very beautiful array, <laughs> right, that takes shape, but it's designed to, to control you. And that's, what that, that's why they're injecting people. So it's bad enough that the chemicals in these jabs are deadly, but if they ever take hold it within your body, then you become a manipulated robot. They can talk about Manchurian candidates, right? It's all guaranteed to work the way this, this author is putting, presenting this material. This technology all, already exists. They just haven't rolled it out everywhere. The cities that have rolled it out are experiencing tremendous problems through this uh, rollout and and, and, uh, continuing. Indeed, as metamaterials become more fully integrated into antenna technologies, they will reduce system costs, supposedly, enable smaller devices with reduced power requirements. Oh, so your your cell phone, well, you won't even need a cell phone. You will be the cell phone because the antenna will be inside of you. Facilitate novel shapes and form factors and deliver more agile beam forming and shaping capabilities. So the atmosphere will literally be alive with waveforms, artificial waveforms. (coughs) Excuse me, let me take a quick sip. The military-industrial complex across the world know only too well the advantages of using electromagnetic weapon systems for battlefield interrogation, namely 5G, and have done so since the emergence of the technology during the Second World War. What is also well understood is that the vast body of published scientific data showing the detrimental health and environmental effects from the current telecommunications networks 5G adds a whole range of further risks to the environment and to the health of the population. This is not an argument that can be now disputed. Mission creep and the planning of asymmetrical, unconventional warfare across cities should be of great concern, especially to the civilian population, in case they become the target of an Orwellian, technocratic, fascist, how about communist, globalist regime. Who would be control? Who would be controlling the spying, urban interrogation, radar, directed energy, and air weapon systems? Well, certainly not the people. It's going to be the bankers who've been paying for all of this. They're the ones who are going to direct it. 
and are directing it now. So you can see why Klaus Schwab and the rest of his cohorts are smiling so confidently. Like Bill Gates, he's got that uh, Judah P. Benjamin smile that I know something you don't know, (laughs) right? And with all of this weapons capability, 5G weapons capability, they think they are the gods of this world. And we already know that Satan is the prince of this world, as Paul told us in one of his epistles, that this is obviously a satanic weapons system by which they can cook us, kill us, and make us dance to their signals. If there was ever a horror story in the making, this is it, folks. This is absolutely it. So with about four minutes left, let me just jump to this next section here. Vaccination metamaterials, nanoparticle contamination, magnetic fields. Vaccines have been shown in a number of studies to contain toxic metal contaminants, including inexplicable levels of nanometal contamination. Oh boy. This phenomenon is far from inexplicable if the research scientists who carried out the study had had knowledge of the defense industry goals and the metamaterial ingredients that can be used to enhance urban 5G interrogation technologies, as well as various other nanomaterial development projects. Metals are almost universally radar-reflective and therefore are visible for use as a means of detecting objects. So if you've got a lot of metallic objects in your body via your vaccination, so-called, you'll just light up like a, like a light bulb on their radar. Wetware is the name given to biological structures operating in the battlefield space that are far more difficult to track and trace or attack using LIDAR, radar, or DEWs. Metals are strong reflectors of electromagnetic waves and allow for increased detection and resolution from battlefield interrogation technologies. Specific metal shapes in polymers can be used for their dielectric properties to deflect and absorb the reflection and interrogation capability of current radar systems. So that's what they're injecting into our bodies, folks, so that there were more, we are more easily detectable by their 5G radar. Dr. Robert O. Young's research confirms that the COVID-19 injections have been fully loaded with metamaterials, namely graphite, ferrous oxide nanoparticulates. This shocking discovery is confirmed through our own research carried out on victims, as well as thousands of anecdotal videos showing electromagnetic radiation emissions together with magnets and metal objects reacting to the injection sites of those vaccinated with the COVID-19 serum. We've been warning you not to get the shot. This is even more reason to not. It's not only is it going to make you sick. If it doesn't kill you, it'll make you sick. And if it doesn't make you sick, it will make you liable to 5G radiation That's our story for tonight. It's absolutely incredible. 
But that's what's happening, baby. <laughs> that's what's happening, baby. Take care, everybody. Yahweh bless and keep you. Bye-bye. Free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. The restoration of.